Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. You wish that you could change in your life right now. What is it that you need God's hand in? We're going to sing that one more time. And as you lift your hands, God is going to deliver you and give you what you need to make it. Amen. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You're my way maker, Lord. You're my miracle worker, God. Oh, you're my light, God. Oh, that is who you are, God. That is who you are in my life, Lord. That is who you are. Way maker, miracle worker, you're my promise keeper. Oh God, that is who you are, Lord. Be who you are in my life, God. Way maker, miracle worker, God. Oh, bring your promises, Lord. Bring your light today, God. Bring your healing today, God. Hallelujah. You are my way maker, Lord. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. While He moving in our midst, I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Work in my heart, Lord. Work in my life, God. Work in my mind, Lord Jesus. Bring your light. Bring your healing, Lord. Bring your blessing, God. You are here. Moving in our midst, oh. Move my heart, Lord. Move my mind, Lord. Oh, I worship you, God. I give you my all, Lord. I give you my being, God. You are here, working in this place. I worship you, oh God. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, God. Oh, you are here. You're here, moving, God. You're here, moving, Lord. I worship God. Oh, I worship you, Lord. Oh, we make a miracle work. Promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Sing way maker, way maker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, he's my way maker. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Hallelujah, 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 amen, hallelujah. John the Baptist, he sent disciples to Jesus. He says, are you him or should we look for another? I'm speaking to somebody right now. Amen, you've been in a journey on your life. There's no need to look any further. What you need from God is what you're feeling right here, right now. Hallelujah. You don't need to try the church down the road. Everything you need is right here in this house today. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. This is that. This is that. Hallelujah. This, this is, is that. That same which Jesus. Joel in the Old Testament said, In the last days, saith God, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. That means the older, the younger, the men, the women. Hallelujah. The educated, the uneducated, the rich, the poor. Amen. God is pouring out His Spirit upon oh, us here yes, today. yes, God, you never stop, oh, yeah. Lord. Bless it be the name oh, of the never Lord. Stop. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working, God. You never stop. You never stop. Oh, God, you never stop. Even when I don't feel it, your work. Even when I don't feel it, oh, you never stop, God. Oh, God, you never stop. Oh, God, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, Lord. Oh, move in my heart, God. Move in my life, Lord. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Lord, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. Amen. You know. The Lord, He's so opposite of the world, right? He is saving the best Jesus for last. Ooh, hallelujah. Praise God. He saved the best for last. He's getting ready. The whole earth shall be filled with His glory. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. The whole earth shall be filled with his glory. As the oceans cover the earth, so the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to know, I plan on being part of that day, of that hour, of that time. Hallelujah. We are the church of the living God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what. I was so excited for this service. You know, there are times, Pastor, when you fast for a service and a message. Amen. This was just, I was excited that I didn't even want to eat. Hallelujah. Thank you. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take my mind off of the channel that God had me in to cook up a double burger or something like that. So I'm excited. I believe God is going to continue to do something wonderful here today. Can we clap our hands one last time under the Lord? Hallelujah. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to do something a little different. I know that there's children's church out there. Forgive me. No, you two probably have something planned special. But if you are a child and you'd like to stay in here to hear the word, I think you'll be blessed. It's going to be really good. Amen. You're, but it'll be really good out there, too. Okay? So whatever you want to do, I'm just giving you a choice today. All right? Is that fair enough? Fair enough. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, music team. Don't they do a wonderful job? 
If you stick around, you might find out what's in the bag. Now I got him. Amen. I'm going to miss Colton not being in here. Uh, because, not just because I want him to hear the message, but he's such a, he's such a uh, good volley tennis player, right? He does a great job of preaching the preacher on. And that's important. Amen. And so I appreciate that. I appreciate Brother Long now sitting down in the front. He does a great job of preaching the preacher on. And Sam, he sits over here. He does a great job of preaching the preacher on. So you might as well get up and move, brother. <laughs> All right. Amen. Appreciate each and every one of you. God bless. Woo. Praise the Lord. My notes out. I wrote them extra big. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Good to have each and every one of you with us. Amen. Here today. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> if you would stand just for a moment, I got one scripture I'd like to read, and for the honoring of reading the Lord's word. It's found in Ephesians 3 and 16. You know, there's some great 316s out there. You know, you can memorize. That's a good place, young person. That's a good way to get the Bible in. You start memorizing John 316, 1 John 316. You start memorizing these. 1 Timothy 316. You start memorizing these 316s. That's a good place to start. Amen. All right. This is a, uh, a prayer part of a prayer, it says that he, Paul, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Woo. They're talking about God's glory, the riches of his glory to do what? To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Whoa, hold on. His glory through his spirit is going to strengthen my inner man. So if you allow me, I'd like to speak for a little bit here this morning on this. Getting ripped. You ready to get ripped? Woo! Are you ready to get ripped? Amen. Praise God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord Jesus. We're so thankful for the great work that you're doing here in Richland, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, amen, that we would be more than hearers, that we would be doers of your word. We desire, amen, to be part of this last day harvest, God. We give you all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Praise God. You may be seated. Are you a paper or a plastic? Plastic. Let me, let, me, let me see your hand if you're a paper. My wife's a paper. Maybe they're prettier, cuter. I don't know. Um, the rest of you are plastic. I'm a plastic. I, you know, I just like, and you know what? Since they started charging for these things, these bags are pretty durable. I, I like them. They're, I mean, I think we used one even trick-or-treating, right? Uh, Anyway, this, they're just really good. I like the bags. When you're a, Brian can relate to this. When you are a dad of a full house, it, the fun never stops, right? And you're constantly needing stuff. Now, I have been so blessed. There is not one intersection, not one street light between my house and a fully stocked grocery store. I mean, truly. And not only that, there is only one intersection from my house to Walmart, Target, and Home Depot. I mean, I tell you, I could not be in a more blessed location in all of the Tri-Cities. At the same time, I feel like I'm living in the country. It's great. So on one of these late evenings, Sunday night, probably around 10, 30, 10 o'clock, we need some supplies for Monday. So I ran down to Yokes, 
and I got some supplies. And here's what I got. Big old tub of protein powder. That's a necessity, right? Every morning you got to have your cup of protein. And, and uh, so I had, my, had to get the protein powder. And you know how the grocery stores are at Yolks. They always have some kid that bagging your stuff. And, and this was a young guy. He was a teenager. And I wasn't paying much attention. I was focusing on the cashier and having a little conversation. And the, the kid bagging my stuff, he says, oh, man. Protein, huh? Does that stuff really work? Are you ripped? <laughs> I looked at him, and I'm like, what do you think? And then I turned back around, and he, he kept going. Now, there's a line, a couple guys behind me. And he says, no, seriously, are you ripped? I said, look, all you got to do, one look, can't you tell? I had a smile on my face. I turned back over to the guy, and this kid won't stop. He goes, seriously? Are you really ripped? I said, what do you want me to do, take my shirt off in the middle of the grocery store? I turn and I look back at the guy behind me. I go, what's he want me to do, take my shirt off? The guy was thinking, is this guy crazy? I tell you what, I love having fun with people. And so, anyway, I turned to him. And I said, that's not mine. That's my teenage son's stuff. He goes, is he ripped? I go, ripped? He's shredded. <laughs> shredded? I said, yeah, he's a super athlete. Anyway, praise God. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Are you ripped? Huh? Funny stuff. Oh, if there was a way... <laughs> Amen. That I could show him the inner man. If I could say, hold on a second. I want to show you a physique like you've never seen. Let me tell you, you baby boomers. If I was walking down that aisle, you might think, there goes Arnold Schwarzenegger for you millennials. And what's the, what's the one after the millennials called? The Gen Zers, I was looking like a John Cena. If you saw the inner man, it would look like a John Cena. Amen. Muscles all over the place. You see, this is something that the world can't do. Only through the glory of the Holy Ghost can God give strength internally on the inner man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was a way that he could see the glory that was inside of me. I know if we had spent some time together that the fruits of God's spirit would be manifested. But in such a short period, there was no way for him to see the miraculous and the glory that lives inside of this earthly temple. Amen. But it's not just me. It's all of you, you that have been born again and have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I know when we look around, some of us don't look, amen, maybe we've hit the peak and now the glory starts fading as far as the flesh is concerned and we've got the dad bod maybe a little sooner than we thought we might had it. I remember one day years ago, the light was flashing on my work phone. I picked it up and it was the voice of my pretty little wife and she said Jeff I found some old pictures of you and you used to be such a stud I called her back I said what are you talking about this is what a stud looks like at the age of 40 I know we may not look all that great, some of us on the outside, but if they could open up and see, amen, there's still a raging river, Brother McCune. There's a well that runs deep. There's a fire, amen, that the only the Holy Ghost can put in there. You can't judge a man, amen, by what's going on the inside, just by what you see on the outside, amen. Hallelujah. 
2 Corinthians 4.16 it says though the outer man is in decay amen we are renewed in the inner man day by day every time you get up and you say thank you Lord God for blessing me this day I want you to know it's the equivalent of ripping off a hundred push ups in the morning when you break that Bible open and read it it's like throwing down two glasses of your favorite protein amen Amen. When you sit and worship the Lord and sing praises unto Him, it's like being on the stairmaster for an hour. Hallelujah. Every time you do that, you're building up the inner man. Every time you pick up that Bible, every time you talk to God, every time you sing a praise to Him, you could be the only one at home. Hallelujah. And you start praising Him. Maybe you're going down the road and you're praising and worshiping Him. I want you to know that inner man is being renewed and strengthened. And though the outer man has aches and pains and it's in decay, amen, but the inner man is glory by the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your day's coming. Praise God. I don't have such a bad shoulder anymore. I finally spent some money on a mattress. Amen. But for years, it seemed like I was having terrible shoulder pains. I couldn't even lift my arm up like this. And the Lord has, must have healed me. But uh, I, I would think, I would tell people, yeah, I got this terrible shoulder pain. And I said, I wish I could say it was an old football injury, but I think I'm just sleeping wrong on it. <laughs> and that, that's the challenge of getting older. We are all in a state of decay. Man, it's rough. The Bible says the glory of man is, men are like the grass of the field, and the most glorious men are no more than a little flower. It quickly comes up and whew, and then it's gone. You know, in America, we have a sad, sad thing. And over in Europe, they have a sad thing too. But in America, some of the most beautiful homes that were ever built in America at the end of the Industrial Revolution today don't even exist. I watched a uh, documentary on one of um, J.P. Morgan Chase's partner. And he built the third largest house that's ever been built in America, in Pennsylvania. The, the face of it was 100 yards wide. It had six stories, three underground, two that you could see, and one hid in the ceiling. The two that you could see were 25 feet tall. How tall is the ceiling in here, Sister Kathleen? She's 18? 18. The, the two main levels that you could see were 25 feet tall. When he built the house in the early 1900s, it cost him $3 million to build it. Today, $300 million to build this house. They had 30 full-time gardeners on staff to take care of the gardens. It is just an incredible, beautiful home. And... The stock market crashed. He died after that. She couldn't maintain it. Didn't have enough money. It, to manage the place, it cost a million dollars in those days per year to keep it up. She only had about $8 million left. Less than three years. The place sold about 50 years later for because it started to just fall apart. It sold for less than $200,000. And in 1980, I showed Easton the thing on it. In 1980, they demolished it. And the only thing that's standing there are just the, just the, um, the all of those, the pillars that are done in marble pillars that are left. <clears throat> it's all vanity. It's all vanity. Amen. <clears throat> but the inner man, that is going to go on forever. But here's what I got to tell you is this, the praying, the Bible reading, the worshiping alone, that's great, but you got to get into the game. You got to get into the game. I mean, you can go to the driving range and hit hundreds and hundreds of balls, 
You can get in the backyard and put up a net and hit all kinds of balls off the tee, but until you get in that batter's box and face live pitching with the full count and a guy on third base and you got to get a hit to win, you got to get into the game. I can, go, I can go out and drive golf balls for hours and crush some of them 250 yards. But to do that in a match when all the pressure's on, Easton can go and shoot threes for hours before school. One time, we were going every morning, shoot 150, 200 threes every morning before school. One time in one spot, he made 19 out of 20 three-pointers. I think this last game, he had three out of 10. It's one thing doing it alone in the gym. It's another thing doing it when the adrenaline's pumping and you're in the middle of a game. Oh, man. So here's the thing I want you to know, because you've been reading, because you've been talking to God, amen, because you've been worshiping, you may not think that you're ready, but I'm here to tell you that that inner man, he's raging to go, he's ready to go, you just got to trust God and get into the game and say, hey, let me tell you something, hallelujah, I came home yesterday and I was out doing some work on the place and I heard a great story. My wife came home and she said, you got to hear this story. I said, well, tell me about it. What happened? She says, the girls and I were going to Target. And uh, we noticed that there was a couple that were out there and they were trying to load up a big TV in their car and it wouldn't fit. She goes, if we just watched and they tried and it wouldn't fit, it wouldn't fit and it wouldn't fit. And so she said, I went over to him and I said, hey, listen, we're going into the store. Here's my keys to the Suburban, my Suburban. Why don't you just go ahead and borrow it? They said, what are you talking about? They said, look, she goes, no, no, you need it. You need it more than I do. We're going in to do some shopping. I trust you. Here's my phone number. You just call me when you get back, uh, when you're done, and then I'll get my Suburban from you. He's like, hold on. People don't just loan out their Suburban to strangers. She goes, you need it. Don't worry about it. That's getting in the game. You know what? They go into Target. Fifi says, Mommy, you can't just give a stranger your Suburban. What if they steal it? She says, well, if they steal it, I guess we'll have to call Daddy and he'll have to come pick us up. He's like, but I live on the other side of the mall. Don't worry about it. You need it. Go use it. I just laugh. She's got a couple of great stories. I'm going to hold this other one out for another day. But anyway, so finally her phone rings. And they're not, they're back. And so she goes out. And you know what the guy tries to do? Tries to give her what? Money. I remember when we started that little church over in Pasco. And I had to open up a bank account. And it was a big deal. You know, to jump through all the hoops and become a nonprofit and everything. And I remember going to the bank, and uh, the guy says, so what's the account? And I go, oh, it's starting a church. He goes, starting a church? I go, yeah. He goes, can you make money doing that? <laughs> I, said, I looked at him, and I go, no, it's not about money. It's about souls. He had no clue what I was talking about. Anyway, praise God. And he tried to give her some money. She goes, I don't want your money. I don't need your money. I don't, I don't want your money. No, you keep it. And he goes, no, no, seriously, you haven't. She goes, no, I don't want it. She goes, oh, you know what? You can do one thing for me. He goes, what's that? What's that? What do, you, what, do you want, what do you want me to do? You want me to come over and pick up all the dog poop in your yard? No, no, I don't want you to do that, right? She says, I want you to do one thing. How about you coming to church? How about you coming to church? How about you coming to church? You know what he said? She said that his face went like this. If you would have said, give me your firstborn, I would have done it. But church? Church? My wife says, where do you go to church? 
well, I'm not going anymore, but my mom and stepdad go to church. Where at? Oh, some place in Kennewick called the Apostolic Tabernacle. <laughs> Felisa lights up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> she says, you're never going to believe this. But I used to go to church there. And now I go to a church over in Richland, and you need to come. She, and she says, your mama still go to church there? And he goes, yeah, she still goes to church there. She says, here's what's going on. Your mama has been praying for your soul. And God used me today to give you this truck because your mama wants you back in church and wants you to make it because the Lord is coming soon. And you don't want to go to a devil's hell. Woo! I'm talking about getting in the game. Amen. It's time we break this thing out and make a difference in people's lives. Amen. Praise God. I tell you what. Woo. Man, I just couldn't believe it. That's a great story. So Nate comes over. And Easton says, man, Nate, you're never going to believe mom what she did today. He goes, oh, yeah, what'd she do? He loaned some stranger the Suburban. Oh, he goes, oh, sounds like mom. But that's nothing compared to what I've seen her do. Easton's like, what do you mean? Well, one time, Nate says, well, one time, I forgot all about this. One time we had a, a garage sale. Getting rid of all of our junk, you know, put a garage sale. I hate doing garage sales. I'd just rather call Sandy up and come and get it all free. Take it. I've given her probably 10 truckloads of stuff over the years. Thousands of dollars. Just take it. And uh, Nate says, yeah, we're having a yard sale. Somebody says, hey, is that van for sale? My wife says, you want it? Yeah, I want it. How much for it? She says, I tell you what, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, there's one thing, though. You know what that one thing is? You got to come to this little church down here. It's on 2nd and Auburn. It's called the Apostolic Tabernacle. You just come one time and you can have the van. What? Yeah, you can have it. Go ahead. That's all right. Didn't ask me. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Hey, I learned a long time ago, right? God loves a cheerful giver. Oh, man. And the way you give is how God puts it on people's heart to give back to you. Press down and shaken. You cannot outgive God. Easton's like, she gave away the van? Yep. Just so the guy would come to church. <laughs> Probably a $2,000 van. Didn't need it anymore. Amen. Praise God. I'm talking about getting in the game changing people. Amen. Don't you worry about it. God can bless you beyond what you think. You want it? Go ahead and take it. It's yours. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I want to pull the scripture up. You see, they didn't. Oh, boy. This young man, he couldn't quite understand it, but that's all right. Look at this example here in Samuel 16 and 7. Samuel's going, God tells him to go to Jesse's house, and he's there, anoint me a king. And Samuel thinks that he's seen the, the king, the future king of Israel. Now, Samuel, he's a special individual. He's a prophet, a judge, and the high priest, all rolled up in one. The only thing he wasn't is the king. That's Jesus but he's as close as you come in that Old Testament. And the Lord says, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the heights of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. You see, that young cashier, he could not see. Amen. All he could see was a middle-aged guy Amen. That probably looked a little tired. Amen. But he couldn't see the glory that was raging on the inside. Amen. So don't feel too bad when they miss it. Even Samuel missed it. 
He couldn't see what was really on the inside. Now, here's where I want to go with this. Let's go back to a conversation between God and Moses in Exodus 33, 18 and 20. I'm going to move real quickly through this stuff. Moses says to God, and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. I mean, can you believe that guy? Come on, God, show me your glory. (laughs) Whoa, here's God's answer. And he said, thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Keep going one more. Oh, you know what? I didn't give you all of it. And so, anyway, sorry about that. Back up, Brother Cliff. He says, here's what I'm going to do, Moses. I'm going to let you see the hinder parts of my glory. I'm going to put you in the cleft of a rock, and I'm going to put my hand out there. I'm going to give you the Heisman, and then I'm going to go like this and go by you. And you see just the backside of my glory. No man can see my glory, or he'll die. Look at this next verse here. This is talking about Moses was given how to build the tabernacle in the wilderness. And when they built the tabernacle, it was all completed. And it was ready for the glory of God. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Amen. That's what God does. He fills places with his glory. Hallelujah. When Solomon built the temple, it was fire that came down and consumed the sacrifice. When you and I, when we come to the Lord at an altar of repentance, amen, God consumes that sacrifice with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in this temple. This tabernacle is filled with his glory just as in the day of Moses. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the next verse says that Moses couldn't enter into the tabernacle because of the glory that was in there. That's a picture of this. That old man is dead. And now my tabernacle is full of the glory of God. I want you to know that that same glory filled our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to these scriptures, John 1 and 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hear me for a moment. That glory, amen, that God said, Moses, you can't see. That glory that filled the tabernacle, that is the glory that filled the human body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this next scripture found in Hebrews. Speaking of the Lord, who being in the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person, the only way that you could see an invisible God was through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and upholding all things by the word of his power when he when we when he had by himself purged our sins sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high but the point I want to bring out is who being the brightness of his glory amen that glory was in the person of Jesus Christ Now the world missed it because there was nothing about him that was attractive. He was not a Charlton Heston. He was more like me. Average Joe, right? Look at John 17 and 22. Now I want to say this. That glory that was on the mountaintop went into the body of Jesus. Now watch where it's going. John 17 and 22, the Lord in the midst of a prayer, he says, In the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. Woo! That they may be one, 
even as we are one, just as in the glory of God filled that man. I want you to know when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the glory of God moves inside of this. Amen. It's like a rainbow of light. You can't see it, but it's there. Amen. If there was a way that you could open up this heart and rip this out, if I could have been in that grocery store and said, take a look at this and rip my shirt and chest open and the glory of God come out. It would be like a uh, one of those uh, superhero movies, right? Amen. All of a sudden, I rip my chest cavity open and the glory of God comes out and blinds the man. It's in there. It's in there. It's just that you can't see it. You don't believe me? Galatians 12 and 20. That's a joke. 2 and 20. Galatians 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not. You see, Moses couldn't go in there when the, temp when the tabernacle was filled with the glory. That old Jeff is dead. This new tabernacle is filled with the glory of God. There's no room for the flesh in there, right? That old man. But Christ liveth in me, that glorious spirit of God. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory of God. It's in you and I in these earthly vessels. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you this, that the glory we have today, brother, all he, it's greater than the glory that Moses had in those days. I've got just a few more scriptures to read. Listen to this in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 through 9. This is speaking of the law of the Old Testament. Paul writes, but if the ministration of death, he's talking about the law of the Old Testament, right? Because the law of the Old Testament, it couldn't make one righteous. It only made you that you were worthy and guilty of death. This is hard stuff. <clears throat> but if the ministration of death written and engraved in stones, he's talking about those Ten Commandments, right? Was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance. He had to put a veil upon his face when he was in the presence of God and he would come down and see the people. He's saying if the ministry of that old covenant, the ministry of that Old Testament, now he uses a strong word, Right there, the ministry of death, okay, it's pretty strong. He says, if that was so glorious, <clears throat> which glory was to be done away? See, that glory of the Old Testament was only going to last for a little bit. That glory of the law, it would be done away. And watch this. How shall not the minute, minute what is that? Ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious. Ooh. Paul is making a contrast between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. The Old Testament and the New Testament. Okay, keep going. Verse 9. For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, he's talking about the law because the law would only condemn you, couldn't save you. Right? For the ministration of condemnation be glory, how much more 
doth the ministration of righteousness uh, exceed the glory. <laughs> amen. I want you to know uh, that the glory that you receive, uh, amen, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, is so much more than the glory, amen, that God manifested in the presence of the children of Israel in the wilderness when He consumed the tabernacle. I don't think you're getting it, but I want you to know that this glory is so much greater it shall never end. The glory of the Lord Jesus Christ living inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at verse 13. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. That glory has been abolished. You know, I work with a company that has a lot of Orthodox Jews. I don't know why it is, but I've been real close to an Orthodox Jew one-on-one. -on -one. And I don't know why, but I get, I get, I get tongue-tied. I never get tongue-tied. I want to tell the guy that the first time I did, we were in Seattle, and I was in the elevator with this Orthodox Jew from New York, and I guess I turned to him and I said, hey, I'm a one God believer just like you, and he looked at me and snarled. <laughs> Ooh, I was a dirty Gentile, and uh, maybe that's why I've had a hard time talking to them since. But I want to say, it's been abolished. There's something greater for you. God's got something so much greater. Look at this next verse here in 18. But we all, with open face, there's no veil now, with an open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. It's like beholding in a mirror. When we look in the mirror, what we're doing is we're seeing the reflection of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Not that we're better. It's just because we are part of a more glorious covenant. We're part of a more glorious testament. Amen. Hallelujah. Are changed into the same image. Hallelujah. From glory to glory. How? Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. It's because His glory is inside of us. Hallelujah. And we're changed to represent His glory to all the earth. Amen. That's why you give up minivans. That's why you give your suburban over to somebody. It needed a good cleaning. That's probably why He didn't take it. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know we are part of a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. He has washed us. There's coming a day when he is going to call his bride his church home. Hallelujah. Amen. It's his glorious church because his name is upon it. It's been washed in his blood. It's been filled by his spirit. It's the only thing, amen, that he is exalted upon the earth. It's the only thing he's coming back for. I know that the earth declares all of his glory, but he's not coming back, amen, to save the oceans, to save the majestic Rocky Mountains. He's coming back for one thing, his glorious bride. That's what his, amen, we are his affection. We are the ones that he says, this is the one that I'm coming for. Amen. Hallelujah. If I could have the musicians to come. Amen. I had mentioned this earlier in Habakkuk in chapter 2 and verse 14. He says this, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. Amen. 
There's coming a day when his glory is going to cover all the earth. And I don't know if that's talking about two different times. That could be talking about a time, amen, as he pours out the Holy Ghost upon all the flesh, amen. And there is going to be a revival that the world has never seen before. I believe that we're in a part of that right now, amen. But there's coming a time, hallelujah, you and I will get to partake in if we just endure and hold on and it's found if you'd stand with me right now in the book of Revelation chapter 21 chapter 20 in the book of Revelation ends with the great white throne of judgment John says and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it there's no place to go. And he says, I saw all the dead, small and great, stand before him. And the books were open. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And he says, and I saw another book, the book of life. He says, and whosoever's name was now not found written in the Lamb's book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And then the next chapter. And I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there were no more tears. Come on. Oh, when you read that 21st chapter, hallelujah, something comes alive in you. Every time I read it, Pastor, something comes alive in me and I realize this life, it's all vanity, amen. The suburban, the house, the 401k, one day it's all going to be gone, hallelujah. One day I'm going to be nothing more than some old dead guy hanging up on somebody's wall if the Lord tarries long enough and people are going to say, yeah, I think his name might have been Jeff or Chad or Levi, I don't know. Yeah, that's what we got. We got old dead people hanging up on our walls. And I think, well, let's see, who's that guy? And from 100 years ago, that's what we that's the glory of man. We become a picture hanging up on somebody's wall that nobody really knows us. Amen. But I read that chapter and I realize there's something more. My inner man is getting ripped and prepared for those times. Amen. But when you go through and read verse 23, here's what it says. And the city had no need for the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. Amen. His glory will be so bright. Hallelujah. We won't need a sun. There's not going to be need of a moon at night. Hallelujah. His glory is going to fill this new heaven and a new earth. And I want you to know that we hold that glory in us right now. Amen. It's inside of you. And the Lord is saying, just let it out, church. Let those that live in darkness, let them see my glory. Let them see it. Love on them a little bit. Give something up of yourself. Amen. And watch what I'll do. I can just imagine what the Lord did when my wife gave that suburban. He said, Michael, Gabriel, did you see that? She just handed over the keys to the suburban. He probably got up from the table, pumped his chest a little bit, and said, that's my girl. That's my girl. Ooh. Don't think I'm crazy. God, he gets more excited about you and I than we do our own children. Amen. It's his good pleasure to give you the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Inside of you right now, if you've had the Holy Ghost, there is a well of living water. Amen. That's raging. That makes you different than everybody else that you go to school with, that you work with, your neighbor. It's a glory. Amen. Sometimes you forget it's there, but I want you to know it's live. It's thriving inside of you. Amen. You are the hope of this world. 
Praise God. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can receive it here today. All you've got to do is say, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I don't want to live like this any longer. I give you my life. I give you my heart. I want to serve you all the days of my life. Amen. If you confess your sins before him, not to me, but to him. Amen. He's faithful and just to forgive you. And he'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. How do I know it? Because he did it to me and God's no respecter of persons and he'll do it to you amen praise God hallelujah oh thank you Lord as they begin to sing as they begin to play pray play would you come down here amen this morning and would you reach out and when you say oh God I want to get in the game I want to I want your glory amen to be manifested in my life God I want to look at the guy amen that's pumping gas next to me a little different. I want to meet the cashier at the grocery store and speak to them a little different. Maybe it's the employee on the job site that's giving you a hard time. Maybe you want to let him see a little bit of the glory of God that's in, amen, your life. Oh, that's it. Would you cry out to him right now? Would you say it? Oh, God, God, stir it up inside of me. Stir it up inside of me. Amen. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, God, I want to get in the game. I want to let that glory flow out. Amen. Like a river of living water. Oh, that's it. Paul told Timothy, stir up that gift that's inside of you. Amen. We got to stir up the Holy Ghost. Amen. The glory that God has put in your life. Amen. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like a fire shut up in my bones. I want the world to know you are God with a passion burning deep within. I want the world to know that you your presence come and saturate every part of me make me new let your spirit come and move within fill me once again I need more, Jesus, I'm desperate for you, Jesus, I'm hungry for you, Jesus, I'm longing for you. Shut up in my bones. I want the world to know you are God. Oh, thank you, Lord. With your passion burning deep within, I want the world to know that you. Let your presence come and saturate every part of me. Make me new. Let your spirit come and move within. Fill me once again. 
I'm desperate for you, Jesus, I'm hungry for you, Jesus, I'm longing for you, Jesus, I'm desperate I'm hungry for you, Jesus. I'm longing for you, Jesus. I'm desperate for you, Jesus. I'm hungry. Jesus, I'm longing for you, cause Lord, you are all I want. Like your fire, Lord, shut up in my bones, I want the world to know. You are God with a passion burning deep within. I want the world to know that you live. I'm desperate for you. today, Lord. Let our inner man be blessed today, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come like a flood and saturate me now. You're all I like the wind and sweep throughout this place you're all I want come like a flood and saturate me now you're all I Come like the wind and sweep throughout this place. You're all 
Father, we are so blessed today by your word and by the powerful testimony shared today, God. We ask that you just continue to build our inner man, Lord, as we strive for your word and strive for your bread, God. Let us feed upon what you have for us today, Lord, and let us be blessed by your glory and let our prayer and sacrifice be pleasing to you. Let us be a witness and salt to a dying world that's decaying quickly, Lord. Let us be that glory and light and shine. Let others see you in us, Lord. Let our faces shine by your glory and let our love be, be made known to all, God. We love and adore you today. Keep us in your will, Lord, in your holy name. You're dismissed this morning. Okay, announcement. Wednesday, there will be a graduation barbecue at 6.30 here at the church. So 6.30, not 7. So 6.30.